Welcome to Life on Earth, The Peace Project, a podcast that teaches you how to connect with the divine and transform darkness into light through topics from yoga to nature and ultimately love. Join your host, Natalie Kwa, to celebrate and encourage diversity, peace and global equality, one earthling at a time. Hi, hi, everyone. Welcome to Life on Earth podcast. I'm here today with a super special guest, my dear friend, the lovely and inspiring Sheena Manina. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Natalie. You are so welcome, Sheena. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. I I love, of what I've heard of the podcast, I'm so inspired. I love listening. You're such a good host, so I'm, I'm really grateful that we're having an inspired conversation. Yeah, it's always fun to have an inspired conversation with you. And I'm going to add that uh, Sheena and I just had a very long lunch and we were catching up on a lot of things. And so it's been hours of like super inspiring conversation. And now this next one is to share with our planet, with you guys. We did touch on a lot of interesting topics, and which we always do. It's Mm -hmm. so easy to have a long inspired lunch with you first of all because that's how you eat which I love and am inspired by just that because it's such a I mean it's it's so indicative of who you are that you it's like that um, appreciation of love and beauty and life and life-giving things Mm -hmm. and that requires time sometimes to be in that sense of appreciation but yes we talked about so many things and we always do and you know, it's like we figured out life and then we have to go live it and then things come up and we're like, oh yeah. Yeah. And then it's really fun to come and sit on a podcast and record and then we'll have this recording and it's out there. Yes. And whoever it is that will come across and will touch you, um, I have gratitude for that. So all of you guys that are there and listening and have been tuning in from the beginning, thank you. It's been really fun to connect with everyone online and and there's people from all over the world, literally, when I look, and it's so cool. So cool. I'm like, that's why I love it. You're such a channeler. <laughs> so the, your information was always intended to be shared. Yeah. Which I think many channelers' information is meant to be ch- shared, whether through their channeling or through their the way that they live their life through their channeling. But for you, yes, you've been, I mean, we've been talking about your experience of connecting to source and, and that's been something that's been driving your life for years. Oh my God. So yeah. for it to not have an outlet would be such a shame. I know. And for, for it to have an outlet is such a gift to the world. It's, it's such a gift to myself too, because mm-hmm. it's added so much into my life, so much, just the whole other element. And I'm, I'm so passionate as yourself. I'm so passionate about it. Sheena has a podcast. If you, I'm sure a lot of you have already heard, but if you haven't, Raw Talk with Sheena. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Thanks, I love Natalie. it. Thank and you. you've always been a huge inspiration for me as well with Thank everything you. that you do. Uh, from the moment I first walked into Raw Republic and, and saw Sheena and we started talking about juices and I'm <laughs> drinking this amazing juice right now. I got to tell them about it because it's awesome. It's this one today. It's grapefruit, yeah. um, and 
you know, you taught me this when I got here. I brought, we're at Robert Public right now. We're actually upstairs at the space. Yeah. This is Sheena's place, uh, the space in Robert Public. And when I got here, it said, oh, I, I knew I wanted a juice, but I didn't know which one. And you taught me this one time years ago, just if you're attracted by a certain color, don't even question it. Just go yes. for it and, and grab it. Yes. And I said, okay. Yes, because... <sighs> The, the healthiest animals in nature mm-hmm. are the ones that are just allowed to roam free in their natural environment. And it's because they can heal themselves through the vibration and the frequency of plants and, and, and other animals. And the way that that vibration and that frequency is communicated to us as humans is sometimes energetic, things that we can't feel, non-physical, and sometimes it's things that we can feel, like vibration, like sound, and color. And so color is just one of those communicative tools that plants and animals can use to communicate with us and that can communicate with our bodies, depending on what we need. So if our body is attracted to something or someone or something non-physical, it's because there's a vibrational exchange that our body is seeking. And so if you say yes, then you can sometimes balance something that's out of balance or provide nourishment for something that is depleted or, you know, who knows? That that could be connected to a chakra that's that's wanting nourishment. And it feels so right. It wasn't like I didn't even question. Like my mind just way back, it would be like, I have to get a green juice, so I'm going to go for the greens, you know, because that's always like a no-brainer, yeah. no sugar, but... I wanted the fruit juice then, and it just it feels, as I'm drinking it, it feels like this is exactly what I need right now, completely in an alignment, Yeah, which is just by following my intuition with something as simple, like as a color, which is simple and not, but at the yeah. same time, like how many times do we have that inner voice that are telling us to do something that we just know immediately, but if we don't listen to that, then it will, you know, we're missing out on stuff. Yeah. So it's just... Some this is a juice, but it could be anything. That's what I'm trying to say. It's just yes. living in alignment. Yes, and it's something that when I get together with Sheena, we talk a lot about this. About and that's one of the reasons I'm so inspiring by being around you. That it's always our conversation is very uplifting about how can we make ourselves and the planet and the people around us more in alignment to where we are and understanding that each day we're changing and transforming and it's okay and let's embrace life as is in the path. I have so many questions for you today. Okay. (laughs) Because (laughs) I'm so excited to have Sheena on my podcast And I know this has been a long journey from you, at least like since I first met you when you were um, just opening Raw. Yes. And you had moved. I know you lived elsewhere and then you came and you opened Raw. And then since Raw, there's been so much has happened at Raw Republic. And then there's been the space and then there's the podcast. And then, I don't know, I feel like it's like all this growth, 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 energetically, heart growth. So many people have come into your life. It's really kind of awesome to see that, you know? Thank you. So starting, like, what... I know before Robert Public, at one point, you worked in a juice bar in um, the Hamptons, Mm -hmm. right? New York. And you were very inspired by that, and you always knew that you knew you had to do something with it. But what is it that, besides whether it's with that inspiration or raw, what is it in you that made you... Well, why did why raw? Like, why did you do this? 
Why? In the beginning, at least, like yeah. first. I don't know if you can even go back that far. You mean before I started kind of developing this concept? Yeah, like, what, yeah, what, what inspired you to open Robert Public? Yeah. So I could use so many examples in saying, like, this was, a, this was a piece of the puzzle, this was a piece of the puzzle. From a logistical standpoint, there wasn't a competitive force in New Orleans that had what I wanted to create. And at the time, I was a very logical thinker. I was thinking, you know, if I'm going to be a businesswoman, I have to listen to what everyone else is saying about business to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. And so I was definitely on this path of uh, researching businesses, researching business owners who I felt were quote-unquote successful, and just kind of following the trajectory of okay, well, I know I know of a market that doesn't have this product, and and therefore A plus B equals C. And so I was just kind of following that that trajectory. That it was my intention to open a very modern concept juice bar in my hometown of New Orleans. And because I didn't have any, I didn't have a knowledge base for that. So I quit my job in marketing and moved to New York to learn how to make juice. I knew I needed to have that experience. Oh, I didn't know that you like knew already that this was going to, wow, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah, I, so I was smart. just kind of following my, my, what, yeah. what I was interested in. So I was always reading books on nutrition. I was in the Institute of Integrative Nutrition program. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just... I, I wanted to be in an environment where that was very supported. And of course, I didn't know a timeline, but I do, I, it was in my, in my physical format that I was going to open a business in New Orleans. That's so smart. Yeah. So I, you know, I had opportunities with bigger juice bars in New York that were at the time at the top of their game, specifically Organic Avenue. But I also knew that taking a position with them at the time that I was going to be in New York, it was such a big moment for them that I wouldn't have had the hands-on experience. There's no way that I would have been hired to work in their mass production juice facility. So I, I took a position with a much smaller company where I was like the only employee at this location for a long period of time. And it was in the Hamptons, which was very interesting. And beautiful. <laughs> it was, oh my gosh, beautiful, but also such an energetic experience. You know, like it's just where the energy comes from all parts of the world. And they, it kind of just concentrates there. And a lot of things happen very quickly. Things are manifested very quickly. Um, things change very quickly there. And it's, so it was a very, very incredible experience. And, and I'm sure also like encouraging, right? Like, okay, you're on the right path. Let's do this. Well, I wouldn't say, you know, it was a very hard physical experience for yeah. me. But again, without that contrast of having had that, you don't know what feels good. Without the contrast of things that don't feel good and things that are difficult and you can see that you struggled through. You don't have that comparison to feel being supported by the universe and things happening with ease and flow. Mm-hmm. So I needed that experience mm-hmm. in a lot of ways for that contrast because it wasn't easy to work for a New York businesswoman. It wasn't easy to be in that environment as a worker, you know, also trying to kind of like be in this new place. 
I can look back and say that it was definitely not the most comfortable experience of my life. However, I still, to this day, five or six years later, gain inspiration from that experience. I mean, I guess I'm saying this because then, you know, you open Raw Republic. And so something there sparked you to do it. Right. Had you completely been like, no, this is so not what I... And then it was like you said, okay, now I'm going to go do this. What happened for me is that as soon as I was in the experience of running someone else's business, I knew I could do it. I didn't know the the pieces and the parts, and I didn't exactly know how it would work out, but I knew I could do it. And again, you don't learn everything from one experience, but... I learned enough. And actually, I wasn't even working in a cold-pressed juice bar, which is what I do. But I was in New York, and I was surrounded by that industry that was thriving, which was the cold-pressed juice industry, um, even though that's not what I was working in. So I had to learn on my own how to cold-press juice. It's not that I went there and was given a formula. Mm-hmm. I went there, and I was given an experience that, that said more and more and more, you know, you can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. You can do anything and create anything and manifest anything. And so since that time, it's funny because people can see that I've like created a business, mm-hmm. but so much has needed to be released for me to create this business and expand this business to where it is. I've had to release so so many of my like personal barriers, so many of my old beliefs, so many of the beliefs of my family members. I've had to release beliefs of society and really just focus in on what makes me happy and what I enjoy doing. And the more I do that, the more successful my business becomes and the happier I become. And that to me is success. Even even in time, I, I could have accepted a less, you know, quote unquote, successful business if it meant that I was happy. But in actuality, when the, the success was diminished, it was because I wasn't flourishing Mm -hmm. personally. And so as those things began to open up, as I began loving myself more, giving myself more space, not listening to what other people said that I should be doing on any, in any realm. And, you know, being in a health and wellness industry, it's very hard to shut those, that noise off because people are constantly trying to say what you should be eating, how you should be eating it. What, how you should be moving, how you should feel, yeah. what you should, you know, the way that your day should look, when you should be meditating, what yeah. that meditation should look like. And then it there's like end. a million information, and then yes. there's the opposite of the information that you just <laughs> heard the next day. It's so crazy. Exactly. So the more that I shut that off and use that information as tools for when those things feel good for me, the, my, my life has changed a lot for yeah. the better. You know? Yeah. And do you feel like, you know, the product, I mean, juicing and smoothies and now you have all the the vegan, the plant stuff. Like, is that like amazing to feel that you're contributing that to people's lives? So amazing. It's, it's been so rewarding to create a business based in what I feel is so authentic. It's just so clear. There's nothing that we're hiding. Like, we are juicing fruits and vegetables, and that's what you see in a bottle. And it's all organic. It's 100% organic. It's everything about what we do feels so good to be doing it because there's nothing that we have to hide. Yeah, that's so so awesome. It's just wonderful. And, and I don't claim that 
this is the end all be all for health. Mm-hmm. Very obviously, because I opened a space upstairs that is just as important of a component, in my opinion, to health as food, and that is the energetic and spiritual component, which having a relationship with that, I, I believe, continues the elevation of that Do you want to tell listeners a little bit about the space? If somebody somebody who's never been here before, how, how would you describe? The space came a little bit after. Mm-hmm. Ra came first and then the space a little after and then there's a different proposition there. I mean, all in alignment and similar, but tell us a little bit about the space. So the space is connected to Ra Republic and it was created to be just that, very open and open-minded and and in creation of whatever we were directed towards at the time. So we have three rooms that, that serve as service rooms. So we have an acupuncturist, we have energy healers, we have someone who focuses on nutrition, we do meditation classes, we have moon yoga and acupuncture classes with you and Noel. Mm-hmm. We have a space in the front where people host uh, essential oil classes and we've had a pelvic floor workshop just as an example. We've had guest teachers and it's it's really channelers. Just channelers. So cool. Psychics. So cool. We've just, you know, it's really an undefined space. I took a picture of my aura one time here. Yes, with the aura portraits. How did I forget? That was so really amazing. cool in a yurt. Oh I'm actually that. getting that framed. It's in the frame shop right now. Are you really? I'm doing a little golden frame around it. It's so freaking cute. Amazing. And just a, a plug because I love her specifically. Um, her company is called Mood by Moss. And she's based out of Austin, but she travels with the yurt. And yeah, that was one of the cool little pop-ups that we've had here. And yeah. Yeah. And I mean, God, we could talk about so many things that's going to say, and you just turned me completely into this uh, skincare line. And now <laughs> I got all these things. It's all there. And I'm do- I have like this whole pro, I'm like, you know, I cleanse my face with it. I have the syrup that I put. It's, Your skin looks amazing, living by libation. the way. Well, thank you. I've been using it now for about 10 days. And I'm really thorough with it morning and evening. I have, I got a bunch of stuff because I just love it. I just love all the smells. Mm-hmm. Living libation, right? Yes. Sheena did a podcast with the founder. Yes. So and so that's, so we have conscious, I call it conscious retail as well, because it's not selected. The products that we sell here are not selected based on anything other than vibration. So, again, you could probably go to millions of people who have been very successful in the retail industry and they would say that I'm doing everything wrong. But what I'm doing is I'm just attuning to what I want my clients and the people who come to my space to experience. And for me, that's a very vibrational experience of a very high quality. And so it doesn't matter anything beyond that. It's just what feels good. Yeah. And that skincare line. It's amazing. To and me, Sheena does, you do energy healing sessions. I've had a I couple do. of sessions with Sheena. It's amazing. <laughs> so you see clients, right? They I can do. come here for a session for uh-huh. that. I have a couple of hours a week that I take clients. And sometimes it's over the phone and sometimes it's in person. Mm-hmm. And even when it's over the phone, it's oftentimes inclusive of energy healing. Because, you know, what I find is so interesting recently is that specifically with my clients that have have been coaching with me over the phone they 
kind of got in the habit at the beginning of my coaching career to just get me on the phone and to just get me to do all the work. And I could see that it wasn't really elevating them as quickly as I liked. And so what I require them to do now, especially on a phone basis, is I require them to have specific questions about what they want answered in their lives or pertaining to their health or pertaining to something that's going on in their life. And what that requires them to do is it requires them to really be connected to something that they want an answer for. Because sometimes you just have all this noise and you're just like, I don't really know what's going on. I just, there's like so many things happening. And it's like, you actually don't really know what you're focusing on. And that's why there's so much noise Mm -hmm. because you don't have a clear question or a clear inquiry for the, for the universe to help you move forward on. So all you have are all of these distractions that are keeping you from that. But if you can really narrow in on something that you really want an answer to, it helps you to get aligned with, with your being because it becomes something that you say in a very aligned format, this is something that means something to me. And from there, I can sometimes I can answer the question for them, and sometimes I can help energetically realign them to find the answer within themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's been great, wow. and and it, again, like you know, I'm I'm very fortunate, but I've also created that this is my schedule that I have many different things. I have Going no on. set format for my for, for my life. You mean like your weeks yes. and everything. Yes. There's just what you need. You have so much stuff going on right now. I mean, so you're love overlooking raw, you have the space that you're overlooking and then there's, you know, your personal life and then there's the podcast. So, how do you decompress? How do you like get center for your own self? Like is there are there some things or just something that you want to mention or Yeah, so Again, you know, like what I was saying earlier, I've had so much experience with so many different practicalities and protocols and tools and things like that. I'm so I've I've had a lot of fun learning a lot of things, but what is working best for me right now is me connecting to what I need in the moment. So sometimes in the morning that looks like most of the time in the morning it looks like some sort of meditation. And um, sometimes it's not seated. Sometimes it's laying down. Sometimes I have essential oils all over my body because I just want to smell frankincense because I'm literally obsessed with it. I eat it. I eat frankincense. Like it's smell. I put it on the ice. <laughs> I I sometimes put it on the ice and then I'll eat it. Oh my god! It it just like changes my. I love it so much. Mm. I know. So it's I do delicious. that sometimes. Um, mm. Sometimes I will diffuse essential oils in the morning next to me while I'm seated. Sometimes I'll do um, like a mini yoga practice. Sometimes I'll just take my dog for a walk. But really what decompresses me is just asking myself what I need in the moment and saying yes to that. So you have to be connected to do that. I mean, you have to have the space to like check in with yourself. Yes. You had a thing one time. One time, I you know I don't remember when. But one time I was around you, and your phone was beeping at certain times of the day, and it was giving <laughs> you little really sweet remind, like give me an example, like it was like. But you set it up to check in yeah, with yourself I with your alarm. That. It's such a great idea. 
Yes, that was really helpful. And something that I'll mention about that was that I had a reading with Wendy Kennedy, who channels the Pleiadian Collective, which is a ninth dimensional alien group. And so these these readings, these channeled pieces of information, no matter who they've come from, all of these things have contributed to my life. And so sometimes these these channelers or these healers will give me some information to work with at the time. And the most important part of utilizing that in my life has been to utilize it until it feels right and then to allow it to shift out when it's when I no longer need it. So for but for a while, yes, that was so helpful because what was happening was I was recognizing through that experience that I wasn't consistently vibrating where I wanted to vibrate during the day. I was at Raw Republic. I was doing things that I I didn't need to be doing. I was just keeping myself busy because I thought that that was the role of a successful business person to just constantly be doing, doing, doing. And it took a lot of assurance from from other people. Really, I, I needed that. And maybe I sought it. Maybe I sought you know, that reassurance from other people. But I really needed that confirmation that I could take that time and that everything wasn't going to fall apart if I started moving into a state of being versus a state of doing. I I started to have a great appreciation for that sense of being, that sort of female experience, that feminine energy, that restorative experience of life that I really didn't give myself. And that is so important. It's so important. It's so important. So that practice of setting the alarms kind of started me into that that realignment to that that connection with the so, way I'm vibrating. Yeah, you set the alarm. So I'm just uh-huh. telling everyone, so if you want to try that in your life, you'll set the alarm for, you know, maybe once or twice a day or three times. And then it will, and you put the message, whatever message it is that yeah. you want to You can do it on tell yourself. an iPhone. Can you give me an, like one example of one message that would pop up? You are supported by the universe. Beautiful. Because what I did is in my yoga teacher trainings, um, I have a lot of people that come through and it's a huge transformative experience. So sometimes people are going through stuff and Mm -hmm. I have suggested that in my trainings since then. And a lot of people have been trying it and they really have experienced, they love it. They love it. I think it's great, especially when people write their own affirmations. Yeah, you write your affirmations. Like if you can get really clear on what you're trying to create in terms of an energetic experience for yourself, if you know that you want to love yourself more and then you create an affirmation out of that that says you are loved or you are beautiful or you are everything, so cool. you are perfect, then you are you are creating more of that energy yeah. that you're trying to manifest. You are enough. Yes. You are, I mean, so much of that. I love those affirmations. I work with them in my trainings, even like when we do certain meditations and stuff, and I find them to be way back. I was like, I don't know. I don't get this stuff. But now I'm like, no, I get it. There's mm-hmm. like, like you said, sometimes some things will just, it will resonate with you when they need to resonate with you. And when they're, and it's time to let go, like maybe you don't need that anymore, then yes. that's fine. Then you don't need that. Right. But sometimes... It will, it's just great to have tools to anchor us, to bring us into the present moment so that we can, 
you know, become a better version of who we already are and continue to grow. Yeah. It's supported, you know, by the people in our lives, by our community. Yeah. So, and then you, the podcast. Mm-hmm. So do you love I Raw love Talk with doing, Oh my gosh, I love doing the podcast. What I love about it is that it's another one of those things that can ebb and flow as you ebb and flow. So like, as you become interested, I feel so fortunate that if I'm interested in speaking with someone or have a personal question for someone that inspires me, I have now a way to connect with that person and to garner that information in a way that also shares it with a lot of people. So, I mean, it's wonderful. What's the best thing about the podcast for you? I mean, you know, your own experience. like As with everything that you do and create, it becomes a part of you. And so it challenges you and it also brings you to a place of getting really clear with yourself about what is meaningful for you. And the podcast has definitely done that for me because I caught myself initially trying to follow rules and do what other people were doing who had successful podcasts and the way that they were marketing it and all of these things. And, and those things are great. And I'm, I'm sure that, you know, for people who like structure, that might work for them. And it works for them, exactly. But for me, you know, again, this was just another way for me to be redirected, for me to get really clear with what I wanted to create in the way that I wanted to create. And for me to continue to provide content that is fresh and interesting and inspiring to me, again, I'm not, it's not going to be based on someone else's rules. It's not, I'm not going to market it in a way that someone else says that I should market it. It's just, you know, I just find a lot of that contrast in my personal experience. Very, like I feel it very viscerally if I'm doing something that's not aligned with me. And so I have to redirect. I mean, you feel it like physically. That's how you are. Oh, yes. Yeah, you're very sensitive. Yes. In tune, in tune. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's really cool when you see somebody moving from a place of always reevaluating and being again in alignment and present with, with life each day. And I think that's one of the, one of the awesome things among many awesome things about you is that every time that I'm around you, I feel you inspire me to check in with myself where I am today versus where I was yesterday or where I'll be, you know, in a week from now and, and really kind of, is this working for me now? Am I enjoying the, Is there joy? Is there peace in my mm-hmm. life at this moment? And if there isn't, then you always have to reevaluate. And the reevaluation is okay. It's an open, it's, a, it's also, a, you know, an interesting and yeah. awesome process. Uh, thing to do like it's Mm -hmm. just part of it it's part of being alive is this whole journey that we take you know that's elevated yeah but you do it in a really kind of beautiful way that it's like you're with a lot of support like I feel elevated when I'm around you and I love that so thank you for that thanks for saying that and I think you you do that to a lot of people around you I don't know if you Notice that, but that's it's one thing that's great about you having the podcast is that you can share and we can everybody can get a little even if they're you know not in New Orleans or know you personally, but you you I feel like you allow people the support to be who you are right now without judgment. Thank you and being authentic. Evan and I, Evan's my boyfriend and also my partner. For those of you who are listening, 
partner in life and business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're in it. He's awesome. <laughs> He's yeah. so awesome. We were watching this channeled event yesterday. Have you ever watched Channelings of Abraham through Esther Hicks? I've heard a lot about it. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my list. So, yes, it's amazing and so wonderful. And I feel very, very aligned with um, with most things that I hear that are channeled. Mm-hmm. I, I feel very aligned. And I find that when I listen to myself speak in a way that I don't really need a format, just freely and, and from a connected place, I find that I speak and inspire in alignment with a lot of what I hear being channeled, which I'm sure that you resonate with as well. Mm -hmm. Like when you are in that clear, centered and aligned space, Mm -hmm. much of what is coming out of you may be in your unique way, but it's in alignment with, with what, with what is elevated consciousness. Yeah. And so I was listening to this channeled program yesterday through Esther Hicks and and I was just wondering, has there ever been someone who has gotten on this path of just following what feels good and releasing, what, like using that as kind of like a guidance. a guidance system? Has there ever been anything negative that's come from that? Mm-hmm. And I can't say that the answer has been yes. Yeah. And so that that is what I've been in motion trying to guide guide myself towards. And so, you know, it sounds really simple. Oh, when it's not. <laughs> it's not simple because everything in your life that's not in agreement with that vibration will come Stay showing down. its face yeah. very quickly. And you'll have to make the decision of, of allowing it to redirect out of your life or refocusing it in some way, letting someone else deal with it. Um, but I just I find that that play in life so much more interesting and so much more fun than the resistance portion. You know, it's so like you were saying that we're kind of we're both like spiritual teachers, and we're, we have this, this is a very spiritual podcast, and so you're constantly trying to like redirect and, and check in and things like that. And um, and I think it's so interesting that when you do that and you're just following this, this joy and this life and this love that so many other people around you will say, well, why are you doing that? Why, you know, what about this? And it's like kind of that fear component that comes up in other people when they see you redirecting because that elevation inspires that in them. And when people see that that's happening around them, they know that they're going to be called to do the same. And in doing so, you have to release a lot. And so your energetic body already starts to attune to that next level of living. And it's, you know, that innate fear of change. And But as soon as you kind of let go of the resistance and know you're so supported by the universe. You're so supported by bringing more love and light onto the planet that even things that seem scary become, again, just so supported that it's easy. You just have to take a step when you're called. And, and all of the other time, you can relax. <laughs> 
You can. That sounds amazing. Right? Yeah. But you can. Because if you don't, because when you do, you recognize that just as much happens on your behalf than if you efforted your way to it, mm-hmm. right? Do you find that that's true in your life? Yes, absolutely. When you're like finally like, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow, then it's like everything makes sense. Even like the biggest things, like relationships, for example, yeah. like you can go to every matchmaking event. Mm-hmm. In your city, you can be on every dating website. You can ask your friends to set you up. You can go out every single night to a bar and look for someone. You can also do nothing. Mm-hmm. Pick up your phone one day, answer one call, yeah, and then find your person. Absolutely, you have you yeah. have a choice. Yeah, you can trust that the universe wants to provide that for you, and and. You do your part by bringing yourself into alignment vibrationally with that experience that you want to manifest. Mm -hmm. So if you want a really high vibrational relationship, you better be checking in and saying, am I vibrating at that same frequency? Am I Well that's that's a huge one because yeah, I mean I I feel like that's the number one thing. At some point, there was a time in my life, you know, that I was going from relationship to relationship. And I don't mean um, a week. I meant like a year or mm-hmm. like two years, you know, but always. And then went from that to dating a lot. And and then there was some, t- at one point, I, it, it just wasn't resonating. Nothing was exactly right. what you're saying. But what I had to do is really take a step back and be by myself for a while and I mean, like, that took probably almost, like, two years to really go deep and do some some introspective work and look at the parts of me that were not vibrating as I would, if I, was, if I were vibrating at that level, the person that I wanted to call into my space would have come. But because I wasn't, there was no opportunity for that to happen. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it wasn't like so much to keep going out there to look, but let's, let me go inside of me to look at what's going on with my vibration and my energetic field and cleanse that and release and do some really deep work. And I did, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that was a time that it was a little bit harder. Even at lunch, I was telling you there was one Christmas that I, went to this cabin and spent the Christmas and New Year's by myself with my animals. And I was doing, it was part of the year that I was doing a lot of self-looking inside. And a lot of things came. I also wrote my 300-hour training. I downloaded a lot of things while I was in that cabin for those two weeks. But it was I really needed that time to take a look at myself and my energetic field. I think that what I was putting out there had I not done that, I would that would have never changed that, you know. Yeah. So that's that's a really powerful thing what yeah. you just said because when you do look and you do realize that you need to, what is it? How is it that you're living your life that's not in alignment with the life what that you, you want? want? Yes. <laughs> and like, Natalie, how many things are do we not look? At? And it's because you know. Money is always a good example because people can always relate to that. And so you think, everyone says, well, I want more money. Are you sure that you want more money or do you want what you think that more money will give you? If you want what more money will give you, first of all, connect with what that is. Is that freedom? Is that joy? Is that 
more adventure? What is it? What is it that you want more money for? Start doing those things Mm -hmm. and you will draw in more money vibrationally. You will. It's it's not even a question. But if you wait until you have more money to have those experiences, you're losing out on the entire message system of the journey. The journey can be fun and the manifestation can be fun, but so can this moment. This moment can be abundant if you feel free, right? Yeah. I mean, life happens right now. Yes. I love when you say that because it I does. I say that all the time. Yes. <laughs> yes. I keep telling I that comes out a lot for me but in my students and with John, but I, I really believe in that. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like, yes, we have a past, we have a future, obviously, and we have to watch out for those things and be responsible. But at the same time, without right now, none of that exists. Exactly. So I'm not waiting until... Tomorrow or five years from now to have fun, you guys. I'm having fun right now. Yes, you do. <laughs> you are, you're that. so good at it. Well, I mean, you've said so many you too. wonderful things you about too, me, though. and I really appreciate it. But you've been a really great inspiration for me as well. And and I, and in this, like, really stepping into a woman and and like traveling and and doing. Again, things before it seems like it makes sense. Like you've really inspired me to do that. Like Thank I think you. it was about exactly a year ago that we went to Sedona, mm-hmm. and that, that was, was such amazing. An, it was an amazing trip. I was and I, so excited. And you know me, I could have given excuses until this time next year. I know. Saying like, well, I have to work. I you know I have yeah. to work after. I was after so work. excited when you said you you could come. Yes, I was like yes. And it began changing everything for me. Sheena joined me. We kind of co-led. Yeah, we co-led a retreat yes, together. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. I mean, Sheena and I, we have done a lot of work together. We've partnered for lots of different things. Way back, we used to do these detox yoga things mm-hmm. with juicing and meditation stuff. We just did a, a festival, Wonderlust, the yes. yoga festival. So it's really fun to have you that in that capacity, too, that we have collaborated actually yeah. Did a podcast. I recorded one episode yep. with Sheena for Raw Talk with Sheena. So if you guys want, I'll put that on the show notes. Cool. And if y'all want to listen to it, it was really fun too. It was one of the first ones that yes. you did. Yes. That was really cool. Well, I'm going to shift just a little because yeah. I want to mention these couple of books that I have here. But before I do that, I will I will do a little... Oh, yeah, before I forget. What, before the podcast uh-huh. ends today... I do want you to give us like like a smoothie, a smoothie, a smoothie recipe. recipe. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, just so. we'll, we'll, we can give them that like blast. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll, but okay. That's tune in, you guys. Me. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because you're the queen for I'll that. Give the, uh, the last tip of the podcast, I will give a smoothie recipe, and um, if you email me after this as well, I'll give. I'll I'll decide through the end of the podcast. I'll give a special treat to whoever reaches out from this Yay! podcast for me. Okay, yeah. we'll do that. Okay, I am going to talk about these two books. In okay, I'll get, give you guys a name. One is called Forbidden Knowledge. is from was written by a man named Jason Quit and Bob Mitchell. And I believe Bob Mitchell actually passed, unfortunately. So blessings to him. Uh, the other one is a book that Sheena recommended a while ago, and this is The Transfiguration of Our World. Who's it by? 
Gordon Asher Davidson. Okay. So I have always been also very spiritual and I teach yoga and I meditate and I'm a little bit of a medium. You know, I connect with uh, other things, beings or whatever you want to call it, source energy. I am a huge believer in God. I, I pray. I believe in prayer so much. For me, personally speaking, I know a lot of people say this too, but prayer is a medium that I speak to God in meditations when I listen. Mm-hmm. So I've been meditating a ton this past, always for a long time, but this past few years has been like, been really kind of, I have, like you, like you said, that that's my perfect day is when I start my morning in meditation, whether it's a seated meditation, 20 minutes where I'm taking a walk in nature, but I'm in connected, that's like, a more mindful meditation. Mm-hmm. But with that, I have, I feel I've been downloading a lot. In the past like couple of years, things have changed. And I don't mean myself, I mean the planet. I yeah. feel like we're vibrate like the energy, the vibration of the spiritual realm has just been like kind of like fast forward in motion and I'm feeling things changing and there's yeah. a lot a lot going on. I you know, this like almost like there's crystals everywhere. Like mm-hmm. these you know these crystals that we can't see in this dimension but they're literally all over the planet and they're they're have all this light out Mm -hmm. so when I'm uh, sometimes channeling like when I'm really in tune and I'll hear messages and I've had people ask me but what do you hear is it really like telling you what language are they speaking I'm like no it's not like that it's more I mean you know everybody if you're listening to this and you channel, I'm sure you have your own way. For me, is more an energy, a vibration that I come in tune with. Mm-hmm. And then I get a message from that vibration. And some of them I'm very familiar with, like they've been around my realm for a while. And others have been lately very new. Mm-hmm. And this year particularly, and I don't know if this has to do because it's the year that I've started giving Reiki sessions to some, to, to some, and I'm really uh, doing a lot of energy healing with my hands and my feet and even like distant healing and stuff. But I sometimes will channel things or messages that feel very, very alien to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like, I don't know, some of them I can tell that they're more human kind, earthlings, mm-hmm. and some of them I can tell I feel like, wow, this was such a high vibration, like mm-hmm. so something that, you know, I don't even know, like they it definitely was like super elevated. And when I was, I was telling Sheena this last trip, I was in LA, I was about to cross the street and I had a message that told me, stop, don't cross the street, there's an accident. But immediately when I got this message, I also saw, felt this really like sparkling thing and it became very um, like high plane. It mm-hmm. was almost like this white, shiny light. And I said, no, there's only like if it comes out of thin air, there's no cars. This was right by the Beverly Hills Hotel. And 30 like seconds, 10 seconds later, there was an accident right there. And then I just kind of like a, a weird person stayed on the corner doing like hands-on energy <laughs> healing to the person that got in an accident. But anyways, it was really wild. And I felt that that energy that was with me those days that I was in LA and I was getting such high downloads and so much inspiration and so many things were coming on to me. I felt like it was not something from this planet. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. 
I felt like it was some kind of alien. Mm-hmm. You know, when we say aliens, I don't even know. Like angels could potentially be aliens right. too. Uh-huh. But I know that you sometimes talk about aliens in your show too. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little interested in just to get your perspective on it. I mean, there's so many things you you even now mentioned just a few channelers here too that you have tuned into. But this book, for example, it's called Forbidden Knowledge. It's very, very interesting. So Jason just describes uh, astral travel. He mm-hmm. describes a ton of that that hap- happens to him in the beginning of his life. And then he he also becomes really tuned into crystals. And he also describes uh, different aliens that he claims that had 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 visited him. Mm-hmm. How many alien species are there? Oh, my gosh. Who knows? That's there's like the it's re- like reptilians. saying how many stars yeah. could potentially be I know. in the universe, or how many planets could potentially be in the universe. It's infinite. I know of the reptilians. <laughs> this is funny, uh-huh. but it's true. I mean, you guys can look this up. I know of um, the Greys. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that a lot of people claim to have been abducted. They're very popular, very famous. They have like the big eyes. They're. I think they're really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And then there's like the Nordics who, uh-huh. you know, are they White also Indians. the Pleiadians or are no. the Pleiadians different than, because no. I've heard, seen different things. I think the Nordics actually may be like tall whites. Yeah. Tall, yeah. Tall whites, which are different from the greys. I think that. No, no. I meant the Pleiadians. Oh, Pleiadians are not often given a physical description a lot of times when people channel Pleiadians, they are described as having a blue aura or a blue light. They're not often given a physical description. Okay. Which I resonate with because I will see different colors and there will be different sparks of energy depending on who I'm working with. And specifically, I remember just to like kind of affirm what you are experiencing, I remember doing energy work on you and feeling very alien energy in I your in your energetic field. Like honestly, I've never. I, some people's experiences will cross over and feel very similar. Your energetic experience was very different. And doing energy work, you know, I'm introducing what I I'm introducing my energy into your energetic field, and we're exchanging energy, and we're also you know imagine doing that. In a in a in an environment where no one can see, where there's just an energetic exchange, if you're bringing all that information and all that um, all those frequencies into one place, that's going to attract other beings, right? Who are not in the physical dimension. So it's like a party, you know. Like <laughs> people people become interested and they show up for these energy healing sessions and uh-huh. and. You know, we always place an intention at the beginning that good that um, this is for the, your highest self to uh, realign you, to help you come into alignment with yourself, to pass a message along to you, to help you see something or just heal or anything. We we allow for infinite possibilities to take place in your energetic healing. So when we open that frequency and say and place that intention and then introduce all of the, that energy, truly anyone, anything can come through and anything and anyone can happen, you know, 
it becomes kind of a, a majestic experience. But when I'm here with you, I feel very protected. I don't feel like it's opening in a way that like anything negative right. is going to come in. Because, because you, you have you consciously make that. Well, but you also like your space, like the room, yeah. the crystals, you, I feel very supported. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel very open, like, because like you're saying, you can, because I don't want people to think, oh, then you can bring whatever. No, because mm-hmm. I feel, I feel very secure, yeah. like very good when I'm yeah, here. And, I, and when you are learning, just like you've just learned, a lot about Reiki when you're learning about energy healing you know that you are the leader of this experience and it's up to you what you allow in and if you make a statement and place an intention that only the highest good and the highest intention can come through as light and information that's going to help support and elevate the planet and yourself. That's what's that's what must be heard by the universe. There's not another option for anything other than that to come in. And some some healers and some channelers may want an experience of something different. They may want to hear from from beings that are, you know, just intrinsically very different and may have like sort of a an energy that's maybe not really about elevating our planet. They may have other intentions and they may open that that communication because they're interested. But for me, especially when I'm working with someone else, I don't that's not something that that's not I don't go there because it's not interesting to me and it's also not my intention for providing healing to my clients. But you're always in charge. And that's why that's why I like to, to bring this up to people because like I think it's interesting and fun. And I also think that so much can be learned from losing what you believe to be true. And that's why I love this book, Transfiguration of Our World, yeah. because Tell them a little about it. it because in this book, basically, well, the the tagline is how a light alliance is transforming darkness and creating a new earth. Wow. So basically, you can you can look at this like it's a fictional book, or you can look at it as it's non-fictional, or or but channeled. a lot of it to me makes a lot of sense. Oh, it makes so much sense to me. But and so what what it kind of predicts is that. All of our systems basically are falling apart, which we're kind of experiencing and seeing, and um, and it's okay because and just like you can see on on the micro level, when when everything in your life begins to fall apart, it's so that it can realign into a new and better structure, and the same is is what's happening in our financial structure, in our media, in our governmental structures, and things like that, and. Yes, this book completely predicted the fall of our media, which we know is very a very corrupt system. It's predicting the fall of our banking system, which we know is a very corrupt system owned by very few people whose intentions we may not ever understand. And um, the fall of our government system, which we, again, know is very corrupt and, and potentially not serving humans in the way it was intended. And so through the the crumbling of all of these structures, we as a human race are being called to elevate and come together to create things that are supportive of all of us. And that's basically what this book is predicting. And it gives kind of the, the underlying um, 
energetic story of how those things are taking place through things that may not be of this world. I have noticed through my, I mean, I've been teaching yoga and touching people and, you know, seeing people go through transformation, whether it's a meditation or asana, breath work, all of the stuff that I do for over, I don't know, almost 20 years. It's like a long time, (laughs) you know, and I've noticed, I've been noticing tons of shifts lately. Mm -hmm. The past three years, it's been like so speedy, like fast, you know, and, yeah, like and people aren't in their <laughs> for a very long period of time anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And even when I teach my classes nowadays, I've actually gotten super excited. Not that I've I've always been. Oh, that's why I'm still doing it because I love it. But lately, it's been super excited. This year, in particular, 2017 for me, it's been a really beautiful and big year. 2016, I personally really enjoyed it too. Um, and I know that some people, that was a hard year for a lot of people, but I loved it. In 2017, it's been amazing because when I go teach my classes, a lot of my night class, especially my night class are packed and I see, uh, an energy, energy field when we begin class and throughout the middle of the class, everything has like snapped out. And then towards the end, the vibration completely does like a 360. And I see that happening to a lot of my students who go through my classes or my teacher trainings, mm-hmm. doing a whole 360 with their lives or at least like being aware of what, like, I know I'm going through whatever it is that I'm going through. And this might even be, you know, messy right now, mm-hmm. but I'm aware that this is happening Mm -hmm. and I am seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and give me the tools I'm ready for it whether it's you know I recommend them to come to Robert Public or go do see Noel or go whatever see me and people are open to change you're jumping on opportunities they're jump and and it's so cool to see that like there's no question anymore when I get my whole room to meditate that wow that was that was cool yes you know there, it's it's so amazing to see that people are ready for this. And me, when I'm doing my prayers and my meditations, I feel I am now connecting to something higher source, power, uh, you know, higher power, love, whatever. But also, I feel I'm connecting to some of the stuff that's in these two books. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed the energy change. And I've noticed that some of these you know, beings, whether intergalactical from another source or other dimension or whatever it is, they're here to aid us and assist us in in the process of transformation. Mm -hmm. And they have some, um, a lot of us who are agents of lights. Yeah. And we're just kind of all trying to, you know, do this together. Right. To like this, I, I, I honestly have a lot of hopes for our future as, mm-hmm. as, as a global humanity. Well, I know that they work through you, through your classes. Yeah. Because your classes are unlike any other person's. They're so unique. They're so transformative in a way that's mind, body, spirit. And every yoga teacher says that. Not every yoga teacher can deliver on that because it does take being in such a connected space individually from from the teacher in a way that you know. I mean, you're not following a guideline. You're not following a system. You're creating the system for what the room needs to transform. 
And a lot of times it's, it's what you have told me that that happens to you when you're doing energy healing. I too take myself out of the equation mm-hmm. a lot of times. So yes, I'm there, but I'm also, you know, sometimes it's almost like I went into this trance. Mm-hmm. Like you sometimes take yourself, right? And you allow spirit to come through whatever yes. it is coming through energy. And it's, 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 it's so cool. It's so cool. So with some of this new vibration and and you're kind of connecting it to alien vibration because it's it's new and it's also not of this dimension. What do you think is a message that they're trying to get through you? I am really confused and I guess that's why I'm I guess that's why I'm like kind of looking at the alien stuff because okay. <laughs> you asked the right question. So um I grew up Catholic. And I believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I still do. You know, I believe in the Buddha too, Siddhartha, the whole story. I love, I think religions can be very beautiful unless they get dogmatic and they, but I've studied different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I've always been someone that I've believed in God and not I prayed. So in my mind, you know, it was always like a human thing, like um, God was human or not human, but the Almighty mm-hmm. and the angels were connected to humanity. And so, you know, so yeah. I always, so I had this very sort of, I guess, traditional, which is how my mom thinks and how a lot of people in my family thinks. And to me, I always knew that there was something more and something else, but I always kind of connected that to human existence and human source, like almost like they were my ancestors, but they, in my mind, you know, had to be, uh, human-like and now it's completely shifted mm-hmm. since the past three years mm-hmm. almost like and and then the past like year and a half is like it's almost like whoa it completely shifted and changed because now I feel like everything that I sort of believe like that the tradition stuff I don't know anymore mm-hmm. I know what I do know is that it exists mm-hmm. I know it in my heart and in my mind because I've had many, many, many experiences to see like this, you cannot deny it. Mm -hmm. So I guess the question for me, it's like, so are angels humans? I I cannot answer that. But for me, perhaps yes, perhaps not. So, you know, this whole thing of that I used to believe is completely shifted. Now I don't know what I knew anymore. Right. (laughs) Yep. And what I feel is that it could be so much more. There's endless possibilities. Where is this information coming from? Um, you know, who I who do I connect to when I pray? I am definitely connecting. That I know for sure. And I'm getting things that I need and I'm manifesting. Now, you know, could it be that they're intergalactical beings, d- beings in different dimension? Could it be? Yes, it could be potentially any of that like right. because to me it's like I, I don't know why I didn't think that way before yeah but now maybe you know what maybe it's because of the internet and the mm-hmm. sort we have so much information <laughs> out there the podcasts mm-hmm. and everything the books yeah that and also imagine getting this information as a child <laughs> you would have had to have found a way to rationalize your thought pattern out of it because it wasn't safe for you to feel this way or think this way when you were young. But was it wasn't safe though because the support system that we have yeah, didn't think killed it, it was safe. Yeah, would have killed it. But what if the support system that you have, which is what it is now, 
would would say it's Support okay that. because I just visited my godchild in Topanga Canyon, California, mm-hmm. and she, I mean, in, in Topanga, a lot of people see fairies. Mm-hmm. And so she has conversations about fairies, like I have a, about my horses. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that is so cool. Yes. And it's supported. Oh, yeah. And thus that she will just hone that skill and, and be able to use it and she'll be very good at it. And that's yeah. what I think the next generation of children coming into this world are. Um, they're geared up for this next level of life experience just like we were geared up in comparison to our parents and our grandparents you know our life looks a lot more inspired than theirs did and hopefully the next generation will just become more and more connected and more and more inspired so that the world just becomes a more even more beautiful and amazing and and crystal like experience yeah, you know. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to invite everyone to think outside the box, to you know, know that there's endless possibilities in, in everything. And um, I think connecting to source, whatever it is that that means to you right now, is what we need to go with. Mm-hmm. You know, and but just know that there is something higher out there, and that you can connect, and that is always with you whenever you can. There, there is um, a channel. There is like a line, a divine light, a divine light line <laughs> that is alignment with you know the light. Yes, that you can connect to that line, and you can ask for what you want, mm-hmm. and you can live the life that you want. Yes, right now. Yes. And inspire everyone around you. Yes. That was so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, Sheena. And so true. Okay, so last few questions. Okay. Okay. So since we're talking about this, a channeler that you would uh, that you liked for people to, if they're like, oh, who could I tune into? Someone cool that oh they could gosh. listen on YouTube or something. I love Sarah Landon. She's one of my favorites. She channels the council, which is a group of non-physical beings that are limited by just calling them the council because they want to be as expansive as possible. So she will allow as much information in without being defined by who exactly she's channeling, which I think is beautiful. And I think it's a correct interpretation of of what comes through channelers. I think you know sometimes they may define it as a specific person, but I think that oftentimes it's a collection. Of, of energetic beings not in this dimension. Okay. So I love her. Her name is Sarah Landon. And Wendy Kennedy is a wonderful channeler of the Pleiadian Collective, which is the ninth dimensional collective of Pleiadians, a Pleiadian group. But she also channels Arcturians and Lemurians. And there's a great documentary that you sent me. I forgot the name, but I can find it. It's called it. Tuning In. Okay. Which is wonderful, and you can find other channelers I'll through that put, I'll as put well. That on my show, God, notes. that is such a good I documentary. Love, love that documentary. It's I send great. it to a bunch of people. Everybody loves it. Yeah, um, we mentioned Esther Hicks, who channels Abraham, and there was one other I think that I was going to mention: Sarah Landon, Wendy Kennedy, and Esther Hicks. I think is a good start. A place you'd like to visit. 
I need to go to Italy. It's calling me this year or next year. I, I really love, I feel like I'm in a really amazing place in my life where I will be able to, without hesitation, experience the food and the wine and, and just be in the experience of that place without worrying about anything. And so I think it's a it's a good time in my life for me to go visit there. So that's my Italy sounds place. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the past couple of weeks, favorite food you've eaten? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. I eat such amazing food. <sighs> okay, what's coming to mind is a, oh my God, this is so good. So I live on the North Shore of Louisiana now and there's a restaurant called Del Porto that- Oh my God, that's my favorite. I love it. It's so good. So I had a goat cheese and roasted beet salad with carrots and local herbs, which was just like, out of, and everything from there is just out of this world. It's amazing. They get everything from farms yes. and it's very organic. It's, mm-hmm. And the chef is incredible and it's got an incredible environment. Like, yeah. Yeah. I always like mentioning restaurants that I love. I guess that's coming out of my podcast because I'm such a food lover. Yes, you are. You know? Because you're a life it. lover. You I love am. being this. You love being in this human experience. I love being in this human experience. <laughs> that's why my podcast is called Life on Earth. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. I love it. I know. I love it. Um, so if anyone wants to connect with you, how do they do that? Sure. So yeah, um, you can email me. My email is Sheena at rawrepublicjuice.com. You can connect with me on Facebook. My name is Sheena Manina and it's there on Instagram as well. I get a lot of direct messages and um, I will do, I will give something special so if someone, if someone emails me from and they heard about me from this podcast, I will either give a discount on a coaching session or a distance healing session with me, or I'll give you um, two smoothie recipes. Wow. Including the this one that I'll give, which was the last little treat. I cannot wait because I also want that for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do you okay. want a green smoothie recipe or like a cacao smoothie recipe? I'm thinking about you guys. I'm thinking about like everyone listening. I'm trying to tune in. What do you think everybody wants? I'm going to I'm not going to be I'm going to ask do, for everyone. Okay, let's do like a delicious green smoothie. Okay. We and we can actually put some cacao in it. Perfect. Okay. So it'll be like a a, a minty um green. Mm. Recipe with um, Robert Public has the best smoothies. If you guys are around, oh my god, please come get a smoothie here. I come here to get the smoothies. We do have really good smoothies. I crave the smoothies and juices. Um, And juices. So, this is a really, this is just like a very simple way to make a smoothie at home. So, I love working with blenders at home, they're so much easier to clean. This is why I opened a juice bar because juicers are not easy to work with at home. I needed someone else to make my juice, and I think that everyone else did too. So, smoothies are easy though, and you can have a lot of fun. You can use whatever's in your refrigerator, but this is kind of a good little setup for how I do my smoothies at home. So, I always do the liquid base first. So, I'll put in about half a cup of either coconut water or um, almond milk or regular milk, whatever you're inspired by. So, for this recipe, we're going to go with coconut milk or coconut water. 
and you're going to put about half a cup. If you're using coconut water, we're going to add a little bit of avocado to thicken it a little bit. So you can use about a fourth of an avocado. If you're using coconut milk, that will be perfect for the base. So um, from there, we're going to add a handful of spinach. So I like to put my greens right at the bottom too so they can blend really well, but also not take a lot of time to blend. I'll sometimes do like a really quick pulse with just the liquid and the greens to liquefy it. So we have our spinach, our coconut water, our avocado. I like to add something that gives it a little bit of sweetness. So you can use either a couple of squirts of honey or a date. Some people just like going with with dates because they feel like it's more of the whole fruit and they're delicious and it kind of gives like a maple-y flavor. So um, we have spinach, avocado. Um, We're going to do a little bit of a mint flavor. So if you have an essential oil of peppermint, you can use a drop of that. Or since it's it's really herbaceous season right now, you can use like a um, maybe like five or five to ten mint leaves from your garden. We'll throw those in. And then um, we'll give that a quick blend. And then we will add. a little handful of cacao nibs mm. to make it like kind of a, a mint chocolatey experience. And um, let's see, to finish it off, we'll want something cold and frozen. And that always gives it a really good balance. So you can you can use ice, but what I like doing is I like freezing a fruit in season to just always have on hand to use as kind of like the ice component and the sweetness component. So I usually always have frozen bananas in my freezer. So I'll buy a bunch, you know, you eat like two of them and then the rest are like so ripe that you don't know what to do with them. Perfect time to peel them, put them in a Ziploc bag and put them in your freezer. And then you throw like half of a banana in this smoothie and it should be, you blend it and you shouldn't have to blend it for more than like 20 to 30 seconds. And that should be a delicious smoothie. And then you can add anything else you want as part of it. So you can add, if you'd like to add protein, you can do that. If you um, want to add any sort of herb or reishi, this is a great base for anything else that you feel inspired by. But this will be like our little mint cacao green mm. smoothie impromptu oh recipe. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Sheena. Thank, Thank, you, Thank you, you so Natalie. much for being in the podcast. Thank I you hope to have me. you more other times. Yes. I always feel so inspired talking to you. I feel like you, I just learned so much even now just sitting. It's so great to have us at, like, you know, to talk. It was so, so nice to connect to your audience yeah. and I'm so thankful for everyone listening and being open-minded to what you're talking about and I'm so thankful that you're doing this. Yeah, I, I appreciate it too, you guys. I, I hope that we can create the space that anything that we choose to explore is just a space to for exploration without any judgment, you know. Yes, so, wonderful. But thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I hope to talk to you guys again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life on Earth. You can help us by taking a few minutes to leave a rating and review on iTunes. For more inspiring content, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Search Life on Earth in iTunes or visit lifeonearth.podbean.com.